and welcome to the Hyper Combo Finish Podcast number nine. I am your host, Chris McGuire, and with me is my co-host, as always, Marie Care. Hello. Hey, and now uh, we, are, we are actually planning today on continuing our series talking about games that are really old. In this case, Far Cry 4 and 3. And uh, Marie, <laughs> you, you've been playing Far Cry 4, or tr- trying to, you said? Yeah, so I've actually had Far Cry 4 since it came out, and... Although the first 10 minutes are really awesome and Pagan Min is like one of the best characters in a game I've ever played, I can't fucking give a fuck about this game. I cannot get into it at all. So the the prior game you were super into. Yes. Far Cry 3, I was, you know, I'd never played a Far Cry game before and I didn't know what to expect, but I had a great time. I really enjoyed it. So my hopes were like sky high for Far Cry 4 and I just cannot get into it. I don't give a fuck about what's happening and I can't buy into the narrative in any way. So, so this is a story thing. Is this like a story and setting? Like it is getting you down? I'll start with like with Far Cry three, the narrative made sense to me. You know, I'm this, you know, bro dude, (laughs) bro dude, douchebag with all my buddies. And we did something completely stupid. So first of all, it's kind of plausible. I can see a bunch of rich fuckers going out. Wow. I'm swearing a lot today. Going out to some (laughs) weird island and doing whatever and, like, spending all their money doing things that are really novel. Here in Far Cry 4, like, the premise is, and it's told with just a little, like, prologue thing. Hey, my mom's dead. She wanted me to uh, disperse her ashes in some place where she's from in the Far East. Beyond that, I really don't have any reason to be there. Um, So, you know, all these people come to me with their problems. And I was like, you know what? I just want to, like, go disperse these ashes. And I'm really sorry you're having a lot of problems here. But that has nothing to do with me. (laughs) Whereas, like, Far Cry 3, I, I had a reason to, like, oh, damn, my guy, my friend sold into sex slavery and, um, I really should save them because their parents are going to be mad at me. There, or there's a reason for me to be there. Now, I think this is interesting because I think the, the story in Far Cry 4 is a lot more sympathetic. You know, it's like, oh, you know, my mom's dead. I'm going back to my, my ancestral homeland, you know. Whereas Far Cry 3 is like, we're a bunch of jerks and we did jerky things. And now we all got captured by, like, terrorists and stuff. Like, bro, that connected with you more. It's fascinating. Yeah, well, <laughs> there, but there's a reason. Like, yes, obviously, oh, my mom. But, you know, I, I never... I never knew my mom in this game. Maybe I had a really shitty relationship with my mom. And this was like just one last shitty thing she did to me to make me go all the way out here to disperse these ashes. Or, you know, maybe I, you know, I had a great relationship with my mom, but I didn't think that endangering my own life would be a great way to honor her. And the characters that I've met so far... Uh, haven't been particularly sympathetic in and of themselves. You know, there's this one chick and she seems kind of nasty. And there's this one dude who's definitely fighting a good fight, but has different ideas about the means towards fighting these fights than I would normally. So I I just don't relate to these dudes. Whereas, yeah, asshole uh, Americans, I kind of do relate to them. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get that. And that totally makes sense. It's, I think it speaks to a a big divide on how we view games though and what drives us forward because... Hmm. I ignore these stories entirely. I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) Give me the escape button. Why is there voice acting? Just let me get in. And the gameplay, you know, drives me forward. I got really excited. I'm playing Far Cry 3 right now for the first time. And I got a bow and arrow. And I was like, finally, a weapon I like. Um, (laughs) 
I can snipe dudes from afar and sneak through bushes and be silent, and this is great. My game got a lot better. Now I want to play more. You know, and I didn't care that whoever, the girlfriend of my brother who died, who was also a war veteran, was, I don't even care. I don't even remember. I, I don't care. I, actually, I don't know that detail. Uh, is that what happened? I just knew some chicks and some dudes got taken and I had to like, you know, I'm like, I'm Liam Neeson's and I, I got to <laughs> untuck my shit. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, the, the story to me is like completely incidental, especially in a game like this. And I was thinking about this and I'm kind of coming to a slow realization that I don't like stories. <laughs> Just kind of like they're in the way and the games that focus on them a lot and when uh, are typically the ones I like the least. Well, I have a, there, there are exceptions. I have an immediate question. Have you read a book? I love books. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, huh. But so you're uh, fine with stories in a book. Yeah, I, I just in video games, um, you know, especially games like Assassin's Creed, games like Call of Duty, games like Far Cry. I'm like, I no, I want to play a game. I want to play a game. Mm, that's that's fascinating to me. So because you know, and okay, Assassin's Creed, I understand, and I think both of us grew up in an age where you know you could press A to skip the cutscene because right. most cutscenes were crap anyway. Well, we grew up in, a, in an age where there were no cutscenes. Oh yeah. But I think we were so used to whatever, either not having cutscenes or being able to skip them that we just sort of glossed past them. And I've taken to this new thing where like, oh, I appreciate the art of, you know, somebody writing this game. And so intentionally make myself watch these things. And some of them have been good. And I think Nathan Drake and the Uncharted series really broke me of that, right? Because it's seamless and you can't skip through anything. And maybe you need to play those and then you'll be like, oh, wait. There's actually richness and depth in a game, man. It's interesting that uh, you mentioned that because I have been playing through the Uncharted series. And mm. I'm, you know, I think maybe two-thirds of the way through the first one right now. I've been playing it when I get time. And I think we're going to have to spend a whole podcast on that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to make you very angry. <laughs> well, you know what? The second one is the one I love. So cool. wait till you get to the second one. But I look forward to that conversation. But let's yes. go back to Far Cry 3. So you don't even know what's going on, basically. I know what's going on. I mean, <laughs> I, it's there. And it's like, all right, I'm getting sneaking to this base and I'm killing dudes. All right. What do I have to do next? The same thing. You know, it's, it's it doesn't change what I'm doing very much. Okay. And all of the narrative parts are completely non-interactive. Like there's been a lot of I am fall, tumbling through a burning building and nothing's happening. I have no agency during any of these cinematic parts where the story is being told. Um, but so there's a character in this, in Far Cry 3, that is, I think his name is Voss. Yes. And he has a mohawk and he looks a lot like the uh, director of marketing at Ubisoft, which is hilarious. Yeah. He even kind of sounds like him. It was really weird. I thought that his sections were pretty interesting. See, I feel like I've barely seen that guy at really? all. Okay, maybe it's how maybe it's where you are in the game, but like it's been a couple of years since I played the game where I'm like, is this guy even real or am I having like a hallucinatory event? Like th this character connected with you. Yeah, I just like, whoa, this guy is like one crazy and two like really up ins. So you were saying, you know, that the story isn't grabbing you at all. How about uh, gameplay wise? Like, are you enjoying the gameplay in Far Cry 4? Well, like you said, um, bow and arrow is the shit. I love right. like stalking around and hunting things. And basically, if this were, you know, deer hunter with the bow and arrow, I would play it all day long. But there aren't that many things to craft, honestly. Yeah, I, I hate every other weapon in Far Cry 3 so far, except for the bow and arrow. You know, and if you're counting like the melee stealth kills, which mm -hmm. is fun too. 
But like any anytime any every game, I hate machine guns. Anytime I get a machine gun, I'm like throw it away, cast it away. I'm gonna use the pistol before I use this. That is a terrible idea. No, I hate them. They're terrible in every game. There's no game where they're good. Was <laughs> <laughs> well, just like okay, if you're playing Call of Duty, would you use a pistol? It makes no sense, bro. I would. Really? I, I, you know, I've played through segments where they force you to use it, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> I feel like we have to go out to a, like an actual gun range to say these like, look. It's a short-range weapon, and dudes are shooting you from far away. Dudes are shooting you from far away, so why would you use this thing that sprays, and maybe one out of 50 bullets will hit the guy? Well, you could snipe if that's your thing. I I do enjoy sniping more. Okay. Well, there are some sniper rifles in Far Cry 3. Yeah, and and those are fun, too. You know, anything that is kind of of one-shot, one-kill kind of guy, I guess. Oh, you're sort of like the Robert De Niro of the Deer Hunter movie. Exactly. Can I be the Christopher Walken? Yes. Oh, my God, does that mean I have to die? Yes. (laughs) You would love that. (laughs) No, I would hate it. Not in Vietnam. Sorry, Nothing against (laughs) Vietnam, but I just didn't want to die there. A thing about Far Cry 3 that I feel like should be more fun um, is the, the vehicles. Fuck that. Fucking hate the vehicles. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> really not fun at all, right? Oh my god! I just first of all, I have to take like a ginger pill before I drive anywhere because it's yes. so. It's oh, I feel like I'm gonna puke. It's really rare for for a first person shooter to have a really good vehicle. Anything I feel. Um, yeah, Battlefield. Yeah, I've never played about Battlefield game, so I'd have to try that. <sighs> I feel like Halo did a pretty okay job at it. Yes, actually, I you know I didn't really care for the Halo series. I know that's a weird thing to say, but because I'm it's an not. Xbox person, I, I just thought they were really cartoony and arcadey. And, and mm-hmm. anyway, but the the vehicles were great. Yeah, they they control well, and you don't hate them. Yeah, uh, or also um, Borderlands. Yeah, you know they're pretty good in Borderlands, and you shoot at the same time as well. Yeah, and that was great too. I feel like driving a jeep over a cliff should be more fun, and if they if they could can't do that, like something's wrong. Well, lately every time I try to drive, a rhino comes at me. Oh yeah. Yeah, I must have maybe pissed it off at some point. Maybe I tried to shoot it with a bow and arrow. <laughs> I, there are rhinos in Thailand. I didn't even know that. It's not Thailand, right? It's. Kirat or something. So okay, it's some, it's some mystical place where all that shit exists, and they're like, and not only do all the things exist, there's they're so plentiful that you can only go a couple hundred yards before you see another <laughs> one. There are honey tripping badgers over, in this place. You tripping over Komodo dragons left and right. Exactly, and then there's like a dolphin on land. I don't know. There's like so many animals. <laughs> But honey badgers everywhere. Far Cry 3, you know, I, I kind of enjoyed the crafting system that they put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, hunting the, the animals. Like, at first I was like, this is annoying. And then I was like, okay, it's kind of fun. But it's kind of amped up and gotten more and more ridiculous. I'm at, at a point where it's like, all right, to hold any more money, you need to kill five sharks. <laughs> I'm like, do I really need to kill five sharks to make a wallet? Come you need on. to kill them with your knife. <laughs> it's so good though it's awesome can i bow and arrow them that's what i want to know i, I don't know if you do. how can you bow and arrow underwater does it work can't i find a shark from the mainland and shoot really yes, well yes you can actually i remember good. that yeah and i you, from a boat you actually you can do that as, as well the bow and arrow actually reminds me a lot of um the tomb raider reboot which i felt made the bow and arrow feel incredible and was the only thing i used in that game too i see i didn't play that game either I think you would really like that game, especially if you liked Uncharted a bunch. I feel like it's like it has the things you probably like about Uncharted, perhaps not with the wisecracking central character, which might be a big uh, a deal breaker. I got to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean Nathan Drake is like. But I feel everything. the gameplay is far superior. The gameplay in that game is actually great, Just which surprised wait, me. Wait, dude! Just 
I am. I'm, I'm uh, getting there. I'm getting okay. there. Uncharted I'm, 2 is just like one of the best games ever. Just yeah. ever. But uh, let's get, I was wanting to ask you about Far Cry 3 and the narrative and how far you are into it. But I, now I realize you might not even know because um, <laughs> you don't Spoilers. listen to the narrative. Who knows? But um, so have you met the hot naked chick? I have not yet. You, <sighs> I'm still at the same point. I, I didn't play it since the last time we, we talked about this. And I write, it's like, you need to go meet this chick. I'm uh, like, all right. And then okay. I started going around like stabbing tamarins or tamarins or animals. Okay. Tamarins? I don't know what those are. Are they monkeys? <laughs> I think so. Okay. The problem for me about Far Cry, and I don't think this is a necessarily a spoiler, is that you go to this this like cool, crazy land of awesomeness, rich in you know history and culture, and you're like the savior, not just of your friends, but of like this whole tribe of people. Only you can get the magical powers to be magical Superman. Yes. It's just, and only the magical white man can do this. And I was just like, really? Really? This is happening? <laughs> um, and so that was the part where, of the game where I was like, well, this just seems silly. Because one, it, it's sort of like, have you ever seen Big Trouble in Little China? Uh, yes. So that is one of the greatest films ever made. Um, so Lopan is looking for the girl with the green eyes, but Teen, how many girls with green eyes can there be? There's probably been <laughs> thousands since the, you know, the several thousand years he's been, you know, in this incorporeal form. Right. And I, right. And he does address this. He does say, you know, ha, but you know how things don't always work out in matters of the heart. And did she, could she not tame the burning blade? Really? I just feel like two out of the last 3000 years is come on. There couldn't have been any other dude to save this island except this asshole, privileged American fuck. It, right. No one? That, yeah, that really bothered me. I can see that bothering me. I'm not invested enough in the story to, to care. <laughs> but totally, like, that is, I mean, it's, it's a trope, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my suspension of disbelief was, like, oh, severed at that point oh at that point that that's point. funny <laughs> not the like constant like look at all these tapirs you know what what i'm sort of interested in and i i have a feeling that they don't expand on it more i i saved one of the same looking girls and got her back to the cave and we we just escaped this harrowing thing where where people are shooting at us and we you know we almost die and i killed a whole bunch of people and we get back to a safe cave and I, and my character's like yeah that was incredible did you see that and the girl's like dude we just almost died. Like, you're creeping me out. Like, why are you so into <laughs> killing people now? And um, I really hope that it expands on him becoming this weird, erratic death man that is completely alienated from normal humans. But I, <laughs> does it do that? Does the narrative do that, Marie? Do you, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, actually tell me. No. Damn it. <laughs> no, dude. You're the so he, savior it doesn't, shit, motherfucker. Uh, so he doesn't Woo! just become like, I want him to become a, a weirdo psychopath who just got bloodlust. And the bloodlust just changed him and nobody likes him anymore because he's a, a psychopath. No way, dude. You are Island Jesus. Damn it. You are doing this. Dude, that is so much less interesting. <laughs> I know. Wait, what? So now that you say that, that would have been totally cool and really fascinating. What they a great narrative. They drew first blood. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. Oh. That's a, You should write a game. And it would work so well into the gameplay because all you do is get better at killing people. And like, why isn't this addressed in the narrative? Like that you have become Deathman. Um, you know, maybe I'm not remembering it, but I do not see, I don't seem to remember that being dressed. 
So the girl being scared of me, it might be a one-time thing, which is terrible. A terrible miss opportunity. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. But hey, whatever. You saved her a fucking ass, so come on. It's true. It's yeah. true. But speaking of blood and guts, um, oh, I want to talk about another game I've been playing a whole lot. Uh-oh. Binding of Isaac Rebirth. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a game that was kind of the brainchild of one half of Team Meat who made Super Meat Boy, which is one of my favorite games of all time. And this game is nothing like it, except in art style. It is an amazing game. The gameplay is so good, and it's this wonderful slot machine of delights that is different every time. Um, the the only thing that, that keeps me from recommending it to everyone is that the imagery is so disturbing and, and disgusting, and you really, you have to get past that to be able to play it and kind of embrace it. And now you gave a big ug because it's it sounds like people have people have foisted this this game on you before. Yes, and I've heard I've heard nothing but rave reviews and I have no problem at all with gore, guts, you know, gross imagery in any way, but it's just I, I don't know. I I feel like whenever something has this universal praise, first of all, I, I'm just less inclined to want to play it. Mm-hmm. And then I just I you know, Super Meat Boy was like uh, it's horrible torture for me. I was terrible at that game. Right. And so I just, yeah, do I want to continue down that path of awful? Of being, of yeah, not liking <laughs> things. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fair. And, that, you know, I don't really know if I would recommend this game to you, you hmm. know? The, the one thing uh, about it that you might like is it's got all the good parts of um, which, of which I, I would say there are very few of, um, like, social gaming and mobile gaming <laughs> kind of it's it's become it's a great like i said it's a slot machine of delights every time you play like something happens that changes the gameplay and sometimes it's really like broken like you become overpowered in some crazy way and it's so fun uh and it, it, because the every playthrough is maybe 15 to 25 minutes like it's cool because you die and you start again or you beat the game and you start again and it's been one of those games where like i just Kind of like when every time I have a spare 15 minutes, I'm like, okay, I can play a round of Isaac. Cool. <laughs> well, see, you know, if, you're say, if you're saying it's only 15 minutes, maybe I should give it a try. Yeah, it's, it's certainly not like Meat Boy where it's like, here are 100 levels, play through them to the end. It's The first couple levels are really short. Like you beat them in two minutes, you know? Hmm. And there's only, depending on how you play the game, seven to eight levels till the end. Okay. So they're, they're these short little bursts. It really depends on, you know, how much you get into the weirdness of the gameplay. You know, I, I'm, I'm okay with weird. I just, I, maybe I have uh, unfair prejudice against this game. Because I mean, it, it, sounds, it sounds a little bit like you're being kind of a, an old school indie rocker. Like, oh, everyone likes it. So I know uh. I'm fucking. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of an asshole. But and it's not just that. It's just that, I, you know, I, I actually enjoyed the art style of Super Meat Boy. I, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I just felt like it was one of those games where it was hard for the sake of being hard and um, like, oh, look how cool it is. To, you know, we're so tough. And that wasn't <laughs> fun for me. <laughs> you know, it's like Dark Souls where like this is just relentless getting kicked in the dick all day. Why do I do this? Well, for people like me who love these games, okay. it's because... You get kicked. You get kicked over and over again, and when you complete it, you feel this burst of adrenaline and <laughs> endorphins that nothing else in the world can compare to. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe I just haven't experienced that. So yeah. 
Right. Yeah. And if you don't get that, I can see like, why? Why would you ever? Yeah. I, I played Dark Souls. I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> so I played Super Meat Boy and I was, I'm never getting past this level. Um, yeah. And the frustration was just too great. I understand that. Yeah. And uh, it totally makes sense. It's certainly not a game I'd be like, this is for everyone. It's not. It's for friendly masochists, I guess. Well, your sort of uh, reluctance to recommend it to me makes me want to try it. Take that, <laughs> reverse psychology. Oh. Uh, well, the thing is, like, if you did decide, like, it's one of those games that you could play. It's it's on PS4, and it would work great with that gamepad. In fact, I play it with that gamepad on the PC. Um, oh, okay. Works really well. And, you know, it, the thing is, it's one of those games where, like, if you play it with someone else, th- there is actually a co-op mode, which I have yet to explore. But Ooh. I've... Yeah, which actually you and Ben might really enjoy it's together. It's couch co-op? Yeah, it's couch co-op. Oh, fuck yeah. I'll do because that. one person is like the main person who controls Isaac and another person, I believe, controls like a familiar that is around him and helps like shoot as well, huh. um, which is kind of neat. Um, but like it's one of those games where uh, kind of like Skyrim, where you talk to someone else who's played the game and you share experiences and they're totally different. That's and awesome. You, you're just like, oh, I got this this item combined with this item. And I was shooting laser beams that poison people. And it was incredible. And uh, you're just like, yeah, man. Oh, I want to do that. <laughs> well, no, okay. You're, you're selling me on it. I will give it a shot. It's, I, I've got a PS4. And I think it was on sale or something. I might have even been like one of those PSN freebies at one point. Yeah, it was, I think it was one of the freebies at yeah. some point recently. So I just probably didn't download it because I'm an asshole. But yeah, I'll try it. But then yeah, I okay, be- if I try Binding of Isaac, will you try a game for me? Yes, even though I am already trying the entire Uncharted series for you, <laughs> yes, I would do another one. Okay, well, see, I, I should play Binding of Isaac because it's not like I'm playing Far Cry 4, honestly. I just know I'm not getting anywhere with it. And it's gotten so bad where it's like when I have a free hour at night, I don't play video games. I exercise. That's how, how completely out of games I am right now. So, oh, man. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's crazy talk. I mean, I, I understand because in the past the past year or so, I have been running and, and doing a lot of exercise, and it's totally new to me, so <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, it's like, what? Why? Who am I? How old am I? Yeah. Anyway. We're even, we're, we're even exercising in ways that are not video games, like like Connect. <laughs> I know. I'm, not, I'm like actually like getting out of the house, which is weird. So yeah, maybe I need a new game to cut this horrible exercise habit in half. Um, <laughs> but... Have you played Don't Starve? Uh, I haven't, you know, and my wife got it for me for, for my birthday slash Christmas, and I, I'm going to. Okay. On PS4? On PC. Okay. Well, that's great, too, um, because that is a fucking awesome roguelike, and I really, really enjoy it. Oh, man. if You, you might actually like Isaac, then, okay. if you like the roguelike aspects of that game, because I've seen it be played, and I'm like, cool, this is like, Isaac is more of a visceral sort of gameplay thing, but it's very similar in the way that everything's different all the time, and you die. Yes. You will die. (laughs) Well, the crafting aspect of um, Don't Starve is what was so fascinating to me, and I I go in there with a plan, and I pick my character, and I I futz with the uh, environments before I go in. Um, Yeah. So I, I really enjoy that. So I, yeah. Yeah, there isn't necessarily crafting in Isaac, but there are um, ev- the items you picked up, which, which are randomized, change everything. Like, everyone you pick up, like, sometimes it's just like, oh, this makes your attack stronger. But s- other times it'll be like, you can fly. Like, <laughs> blocks and pits, like, you just fly over them. Uh, and it changes the game entirely. So, uh, it's great. Um, so, yeah, if you do play it, I'm fascinated to hear what you think about it. Because um, I can see it going either way. Well, how about I play that before uh, we record again? 
Let's do that. Okay. I'm going to do it. Take that, Sweet. you. Take that, everyone. Oh. Don't call me an indie hipster thing, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you call me is wrong. You know, next next time we'll do roguelike review. Yes. Yay, roguelikes. <laughs> there's so many of them, and there's so many of them are actually really good now. I, I love Don't Starve. I have a, um, a Chester uh, plush on my desk. I love it. Yeah, the art style in that game is really, really fun. Yeah, I have the music too, dude. It's, it's great. Such a great thing. There's no, nothing will make Ben leave the room like my playing Don't Starve. <laughs> <laughs> this is boring. This is really boring to watch as far as he's concerned. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Now I, wa- now I do want you to play Isaac Wayne. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will play. And I'm really curious to see actually if the, the story of Isaac gets into you at all. Be- there is a story and... It's kind of one of those things where you're trying to figure out how much of it is told by an unre- unreliable narrator. Hmm. Like the the whole story is that you are this boy and your mother is this crazy like fundamentalist Christian and uh, she basically God tells her to eventually to kill you. And so to escape her, you dive into uh, the basement. And so the whole game plays out in the basement and you keep on going deeper and deeper and eventually fight your mom. Wow, that's so a big basement. Yes. It's actually really interesting to sit there and think about, like, what's actually happening in this game? Um, and there's not a clearly defined answer, so it's one of those things where people, like, talk on forums about what they think is actually going on. Oh, okay, that sounds like something that I would enjoy. Yeah, and also there's lots of poop and poop jokes. Well, say no more, sir. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I am totally going to play Don't Starve because um, I've heard lots of good things, and it seems like it, it's even a bigger time suck than than Isaac in a lot of oh. ways. I've seen... Like, it seems almost like Minecraftian in Levels of Time stuff. Is yes. that accurate? Yes, absolutely. And the thing is, like, I don't want to ever um, stop playing because if I get really far, I think I've gotten to 160-something days at once, which is, like, a record for me. It's huge. Um, if I stop playing and then try to come back, I don't remember where my shit is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, man. And so, uh, oh, it's I, I will stay up. I think I, I did, like, a good eight hours straight once of Don't Starve. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a great game. Great game. All right. Well, so we both have assigned homework for one another for next time, and uh, we're going to just have to play these video games. God. Oh, my God, the worst. (laughs) All right. So until next time, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you real soon. Laters.